20 league goals in a season is a solid target for any professional footballer and one that many top players, Michael Owen for instance, never reached in their careers. But only the most clinical deadly goal scorers can reach the blessed mark of 30 goals. And in this latest episode of The Reach from the Analyst, we are going to bring you a complete rundown of the best goal scoring seasons the Premier League has ever witnessed, even if it has been four years since someone hit the 30 mark. Bring you more information about where you can read and hear more great data-driven storytelling like this at the end of the episode. But for now, here's who has scored the most goals in a Premier League season, written by Duncan Alexander. As seemingly with many individual honours when it comes to the Premier League, we have to begin with a certain Alan Shearer. Scoring more than 30 goals in a season was his mid-90s speciality. He scored 31 in the 1993-1994 season, but it was not enough to seal the Premier League's Golden Boot title. That went to Andrew Cole, who we'll have a little bit more on in a second, with both men representing up-and-coming clubs looking to usurp Manchester United's early dominance at the top of English football. One year on from that, and Shearer would not only score more goals than Cole in the 1994-1995 season, but he would also fire his Blackburn Rovers team to their first league championship since 1914. Beresford's header, and off Clark. Will Cernicic had to come a long way out. Could be in trouble now. Laid back by Shearer, through by Batty, and it was Peacock who cleared. Now Lasso, back into the middle, and a goal from Shearer! The master striker has done it again. Goal number 36 for Alan Shearer, and it was his determination then that enabled him to score. Cernicek was always struggling to get back, batting with that first shot then. And by the time Lasso's cross arrives in the middle, there's Shearer in such positive style to hit the ball in. Shearer's 34 goals came in 42 appearances. So whilst the goal-scoring total is obviously impressive, the fact he started all 42 league games of the season, whilst only being subbed off twice, is perhaps even more so, given the injury problems he endured through his career. It would be the only campaign in Shearer's Premier League life in which he would start all possible games in a single season, and his reward was the only major honour of his career. One thing though was that Shearer was famously reluctant to use his left foot, something that can be seen by the fact only one of his 34 goals in this season came courtesy of it, an early strike in a 3-1 win at Manchester City on Boxing Day. Elsewhere though, 
nine of his 34 came in the opening 15 minutes of games, as Shearer and Blackburn went on the front foot in their attempt to stop Manchester United winning three titles in a row, something they ultimately achieved with Shearer scoring on the final day of the season at a restless Anfield, which was seemingly more bothered about United not winning the league title than that day's result. Here's Ian Pearce. Blackburn looking for rhythm, they can't find one yet. Berg into oh, Shearer, the magnificent touch gives some rhythm to them. Ripley. Good ball, Alan Shearer. Magnificently done! Just when it was needed most. On the 20 minute mark. They have the lead. One classy layoff opened up Liverpool. Stuart Ripley stuck in trade, the ball back, whipped in. Shearer's timed his run into the box perfectly, and you can guess the rest. As it happened, Liverpool would end up winning the game 2-1. But Alex Ferguson's team failed to beat West Ham, so Rovers finished top, and with it, put the icing on the top of Shearer's incredible goal-scoring period in the Premier League with a league crown. Shearer's 34 goals meant he matched the record set by Andrew Cole the previous season, which actually created the springboard for one of Manchester United's schemes to derail Blackburn's ultimately successful title bid the following season. The reigning golden boot holder was sold by Newcastle United in January in a move that no one argued with from a purchasing point of view, though there was widespread astonishment that Newcastle would let their star man go. Now Robert Lee away, Cole is in the middle, Cole, 1-0, Andy Cole, and on a freezing afternoon it's Liverpool caught Cole, Robert are beaten. What a start for Newcastle. Robert Lee, the provider, and Cole stretched out and turned it in. Beardsley, a yard or two to operate here. Beardsley through for Scott Sellers. No marking on Sellers. Cole wants it. Cole again. A carbon copy goal, but this time it's Sellers, the provider. And Newcastle have Liverpool all over the place. First time, Sellers. Cole had fired the Magpies back into the top flight in the 1992-1993 season and followed that up by setting outright leading figures for goals and also assists with 13, a feat that wouldn't be repeated by a single player until Harry Kane did so in the 2020-2021 season. Even more impressively, none of Cole's 34 goals that season were penalties, and by the end of his Premier League career in 2008, only one of his 100
and 87 goals were from a spot kick. We are sure he does not mind that though, after ending his career with five Premier League titles, a UEFA Champions League success, two FA Cup winners medals, as well as a solitary League Cup triumph. But all of these arrived after the 1993-1994 season, in which he looked like, and indeed was, the most exciting striker in the country. Now Cole and Shearer's 34 goal seasons came in the last two Premier League campaigns to feature 22 teams and hence 42 games. From the 1995-1996 season, teams and fit players would only play 38 games and for a long time it seemed like 31 goals was the glass ceiling for player goals in this structure. That was until Liverpool chose to bring Mohamed Salah, formerly of Chelsea, back to the Premier League from Roma in the summer of 2017 to form the famous front three of Sadio Mane, Roberto Firmino and Salah. Well read by Edison but not well cleared, surely not. It's a fabulous ball from the technique from Mo Salah who gets in on the act. Edison curses the error. The Egyptian scored on his club debut at Watford, albeit in a disappointing 3-3 draw for the Reds. And he would go on to score four more against them in the reverse fixture at Anfield. He would also find the back of the net against Arsenal, Chelsea and from distance in Liverpool's 4-3 thriller against Manchester City in January. He also scored three goals against Tottenham, but more importantly, he scored against Brighton on the final day of the season, which took him to the landmark figure of 32 goals in a 38-game season. Anguish would follow to end his season, though, in the form of that shoulder injury he picked up tussling with Sergio Ramos in the Champions League final. But Salah's 2017-2018 league campaign is one of the greatest ever seen in the English top flight. His haul of seven Club Player of the Month awards that season only goes to prove the point. Salah overtook three 31-goal players with his 2017-2018 antics, and one of them was an Anfield predecessor, Luis Suarez. The Uruguayan had to wait until late September before opening his account, not because of a slow start or injury, but because he was completing a bumper 10-game ban handed out for biting Branislav Ivanovic in his club's home game with Chelsea in April 2013. It meant that Suarez could only feature in 33 Premier League games in the 
2014 season. But he certainly made up for lost time. Well, that's from distance. Oh, my word! Absolutely astonishing. Luis Suarez is a footballer of the highest calibre. He scored hat-tricks against West Brom in October, Cardiff in March, as well as his customary glut against Norwich City with a magnificent four in a pre-Christmas rout of the Canaries. In fact, he scored 10 goals in that December, which remains a Premier League record for a single month. But it can also be argued that this became a criticism of Salah. He would only score two goals in April and May, as Liverpool's title bid gloriously neared and then vanished in dramatic circumstances. His last Premier League goal of the season, and indeed the last of his career in England, came in the 3 all capitulation against Crystal Palace at Selhurst Park in the Reds' penultimate game. Suarez left the pitch in tears and left Liverpool soon after, although he would make his mark again by being caught biting an opponent again at the 2014 World Cup to bookend a madcap yet memorable season. The 2007-2008 season gave us the one real glimpse Cristiano Ronaldo gave of the industrial quantities of goals he would plunder once he moved to Real Madrid in 2009. This campaign saw Manchester United win the Premier League title for the second season in a row and add the Champions League to boot two. Ronaldo's combination with Wayne Rooney and Carlos Tevez was awe-inspiring at times, and the latter two players were invariably happy to put in untold grunt work for Ronaldo to profit from, and boy, did he profit. It's Cristiano Ronaldo! And that is 20 goals for the season. See that one coming, did you? Ronaldo, wonderful football, capped by an exquisite finish. That was pure class. It's a masterclass. Drops for Ronaldo, lovely disguise, lovely finish. It's five. Cristiano Ronaldo seals his hat-trick, three minutes to go. The season started badly though, with a red card at Fratton Park in his second appearance, meaning his first goal didn't come until United played Birmingham City in September, and the goal came via Rio Ferdinand's penultimate Premier League assist. However, like an orthodontist's workload, Ronaldo's season of plenty was built on braces rather than hat-tricks, of which 
there was only one, and we would have to wait until the 2021-2022 season for his second and third Premier League trebles. Here though, he would score a pair of goals against Wigan at Old Trafford in October, Blackburn in November, Fulham and Everton in December, Portsmouth in January, Newcastle in February, Bolton in March and West Ham in May. His 31st goal of the season came in the final league game at Wigan, a 2-0 win that would give Manchester United the title ahead of Chelsea, the same team they would soon overcome on penalties in the Champions League final in Moscow. The other player to score 31 goals in a season did it twice and we've already heard plenty about him. In August 1995, Alan Shearer was coming off his record equaling season and was playing for the champions of England. But manager Kenny Dalgleish had moved to a mysterious director of football role, leaving Ray Harford as manager and Rovers with little chance, it turned out, of retaining their league title. So the fact that Shearer scored a then record 31 goals in a 38-game season as Blackburn finished 7th and fought each other in the Champions League was impressive. City stretched at the back here. Shearer's got a lot to do. Mass is looking for the options, but Shearer's put it in! How did he get that in from there? He'd run wide and really he had no right to be able to produce a shot like that. What a goal! It was a goal-scoring season built around hat-tricks, with Shearer scoring a Premier League record five in one season. He would end the season with a brace against Wimbledon on a Wednesday in Lancashire, which was the last time the Ewood Park faithful saw Shearer score in blue and white. He top-scored at Euro 96 and then moved to Newcastle United for a world record fee of 15 million. He would score more Premier League goals for Newcastle United than Blackburn, but never at the same sheer rate. Much like his 31 goal haul in the 1993 1994 season, which is perhaps less impressive as it came in a 42-game season. But he did score 12 away goals in this campaign, a Premier League high for him, and it also answered any doubts that remained after the knee injury that had impacted his initial Premier League season. This campaign is also notable for nine braces, a seasonal Premier League record for a single player who caused double trouble on a relentless basis. And Alan Shearer scores for 
challengers have taken the lead inside the first minute of the second half. Well, it's about the first time anyone's put a cross of quality. And I tell you what, you'll have a big thank you to Tim Sherwood. Bear dropped it off. Look at Sherwood's cross, it's absolutely beautiful. And I tell you what, this is a magnificent header. We admire the header against Leeds United late in the second half that gave them a victory. We stand and admire another header of supreme quality from Alan Shearer there. Right, enough about those who have netted 31 goals in a season and time to focus on those for whom 30 was the big number. Four players have done this, with the most recent being Harry Kane for Tottenham Hotspur in the 2017-2018 season. In a lot of campaigns, that would have brought a Golden Boot award with it, but this was Mohamed Salah's first season at Liverpool, and we know exactly how that went. It's a nice ball towards Kane! Harry Kane leaps, connects, and Tottenham take the lead! Kane, as was the style in those days, did not begin his Premier League goal scoring until August had ended, with braces against Everton and West Ham in September, getting him up and running. As it stands, here in summer 2022, Kane has not scored a Premier League hat-trick since 2017, when he scored two in four days in December against Burnley and Southampton respectively. A brace on the final day against Leicester took Kane to 30. It should also be noted that home for him that season was Wembley Stadium, as Spurs waited for their new home to be built. Kane followed up this season by winning the Golden Boot at the World Cup in Russia, so overall it was a more than satisfactory campaign. Now there has never been any doubt about Robin Van Persie's ability with the ball, just his ability to stay fit. Up until the 2011-2012 season, Van Persie had never managed to play more than 28 league games in any of his seven previous campaigns with Arsenal. However, in the 2011-2012 season, he played all 38 for the Gunners, and then in the 2012-2013 season, he played all 38 for Manchester United, scoring a total of 56 goals in those 76 games. 30 of them came in his final season with Arsene Wenger, with 10% of those coming in a memorable 5-3 win at Stamford Bridge, making Van Persie one of only three visiting players to score a Premier League hat-trick away at Chelsea, along with Carnu and Sergio Aguero. Santos. Ramsey, that's a beautiful ball. Trevino, Van Persie, 1-1! 
against him. Arsenal unimaginable without Robin Van Persie. Each doesn't really help either much, but Van Persie is in here as Terry Slither is round them, and Van Persie puts Arsenal 4 3 up. It is incredible. What haven't you seen at the bridge this Saturday, Autumn's Day? Well, unbelievable. Robin Van Persie going through with, well, again, the easiest of goals. Away by Koscielny, reaches Morales. Rizitsky threw his head in and Arsenal can run it away now. In fact, they have men over. They have four against two. If Rizitsky can use it well, Arteta, Van Persie. They've won it! Hat-trick at Stamford Bridge for Arsenal's Robin Van Persie. Staggering, simply staggering game. Staggering personal performance. Extraordinary outcome. Football never ceases to amaze you. How is it ending this way? It is Chelsea 3, Van Persie 3, Arsenal 5. For a long time, Van Persie was the Premier League's top scoring player with his weaker foot, scoring 12 with his chocolate right leg in the 2011-2012 season. His final goals in an Arsenal shirt came as a pair against Norwich in May. A year later, he was a Premier League champion with Sir Alex Ferguson and Manchester United. Something that has not happened again for any of them. The 2003-2004 season was the only time that Thierry Henry reached 30 Premier League goals. But it did come in a run of five successive seasons of 24 or more goals. And add to the fact that the 2003-2004 season was the campaign that Arsenal won the title without losing a single game, and Henry's legacy is only enhanced further.
The high point of this season was a pair of hat-tricks in the space of a week against Liverpool and Leeds United. The first rescued Arsenal's unbeaten record and the second made it seemingly inevitable. Yes, 12 of the final 13 goals of Henri's season came at Highbury. But it was a lovely pitch. So what exactly did you expect? Finally, we come to the 11th player in this top 10, but it's definitely worth the wait for Kevin Phillips, whose 1999-2000 season remains the best challenger to Andrew Cole's 1993-1994 season for goal-scoring impact by a promoted player. There must be something in the northeast air. Cole did it for Newcastle, whilst Phillips did it for Sunderland. But having said that, Phillips scored 16 of his 30 goals away from home. In the 30-year history of the Premier League, no other player has ever scored as many goals away from home in a single season. Inevitably, his only hat-trick came on the road away at Derby and his overall performances this season not only earned him the golden boot, which no Englishman would win again until Harry Kane in 2016, but also a place in Kevin Keegan's doomed England squad for Euro 2000. So that was who has scored the most goals in the Premier League season. Written and researched by Duncan Alexander with music from Audio Network. A big thanks to all the places we have been able to get archive on with this podcast being produced and presented by me, Graham Bell. This has been a production for The Analyst, the home of data-driven storytelling, which features great in-depth articles and blogs from across the sporting world, as well as specialised data visualisations, season-long interactive metrics and some very tricky quizzes to show off your sporting knowledge to your friends and family. All of this is on TheAnalyst.com right now and why not head over to our Twitter and Instagram accounts too to join in the conversation. You'll find us on both of them as at Opta Analyst. In the meantime though you can continue to get lost in the reads from the analyst by subscribing on your preferred podcast application like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher and many others where most importantly we would love 
love for you to rate and review the show. Last time out, and seemingly in a run of podcasts all about goal scoring, we looked at the players who have scored the most Premier League hat-trick. If you enjoyed this show, it's definitely worth checking out that one, and it's available for you right now, along with our new-ish podcast, Stats Out of Context, which is also available for you in our reads from the analyst feed. Join Duncan, Alexander and I as we dive into the stats that go into the sport that we love. We are up to episode 5 now, and last time out we looked at the history of substitute goals in the Premier League, World Cup and Champions League. It's definitely worth tuning in if you enjoy looking at the historic context around stats in football. In the meantime though, thanks very much for listening to us, and it's so long from everyone here at the Reads from the Analyst.